0: Hi! Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! I (laughs) I miss you so much. Oh my god! Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Importance of Everything, the podcast. As always, I'm your host Molly and today We are going to be talking with one of my great friends, Arveola Zogu. I'm so excited. I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. I had a lot of fun making it. Let's get right into it. That entrance is like something out of a movie with the screaming and everything. That's there. that's That's cute just to let you know i'm currently recording this inside my closet because my laundry machine's on and it's like right next to my room so it like shakes all the walls so i don't know if it will cut out because of that but just in case i'm in my closet (laughs) thank you so much for doing this i'm so excited
1: no thank you for letting me do this with you
0: yeah no it's it's gonna be good um so basically today we're gonna be talking about confidence everything to do with confidence our journeys to confidence and how to be more confident etc we'll find out as we go so do you want to just introduce yourself to everyone who's listening and tell them a little bit about yourself so my name is Arviola i've
1: known Molly since 8th grade oh my god what a time it's
0: been five almost five years Yeah, Arviola is also in grade 12, um, you know, really pushing through to the end of the year. Let's dive right into it. So, Arviola, the Internet defines confidence as a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. And either based on this definition or completely separate from it, I want to know, what does confidence mean to you? Confidence is like being
1: self-assured in yourself and what you believe in and not letting outside opinions dictate you. But take criticism. That doesn't mean to not take criticism, but don't let it dictate
0: who you are and your actions. And do you think there's any difference between like self-confidence and self-esteem? I feel like
1: self-confidence is something this is just my personal definition uh self-confidence to me is something that you can kind of like put on and kind of like fake in a certain way uh where like you can kind of trick people into thinking you have self-confidence whereas whereas a self-esteem is like really an internal thing it's like i know whether i have self-esteem or not but i can portray to the outside world, my self-confidence.
0: Yeah, like kind of a fake it till you make it type deal? Yeah. Yeah. Follow-up question, do you think that there's like a difference between with between being confident for like extroverts and introverts? Or do you think it's kind of like a, like a one thing for each person?
1: No, I don't think it's, I, I definitely don't think it's a one thing for each person.
0: Um, I don't think
1: it necessarily has to, like, divide into the two groups, like, extroverts and introverts. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, now that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> it might, now that I think about it, it's the same, To, but you can choose with, which as, aspects of your confidence to put out there, you know? Like, for example, an introvert might choose like, less confrontational aspects of confidence, like, putting on a colorful eyeshadow for the day. Whereas, like, an extrovert might choose, like, might do something that's, like, considered, like, super risky. Like, I don't know, asking your crush out, like, in the middle of, like, the classroom. I'm
0: thinking, like, in a restaurant right now, you have to ask the waiter for something because i know that that's a big thing oh my God, yeah. people <laughs> like you don't want to ask the waiter for anything um or like when Starbucks get your gets your order wrong yeah and you're like no it's fine we're good <laughs> um but yeah i feel like in some situations some people are the most confident and like very very go-getter-y very like um confrontational and upfront and direct And then in other situations, say like if a friend is having a really rough night and they're like super sad about something, other people who are maybe more emotionally confident are like right there next to them being like, like giving the best advice and everything. And it just, and then those people who would, you know, ask the waiter for something might be a little bit uncomfortable in that situation. So I just think it's cool that it's like kind of a balance and it just. Yeah, I never... Like, that's
1: such a good point with, like, the emotional confidence because I, that wasn't something I was, like, putting into play in my head, but that's so true. That's one of the um, most important aspects of confidence to have, the emotional.
0: Yeah. I think, yeah, it's definitely cool that there's, like, different types. Um, Follow-up question. I want to know, who's the most confident person that you know? Oh, my God. You can yes. also say yourself, if that works. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not myself.
1: Um, okay. I, I'm i going to have to say my mom. And <laughs> 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 this is, like, it's the most stereotypical answer. But it's so true. She's the type of person where, like, literally we'll be on, like, the bus together. And she'll just be like, in that moment she's just like feeling some certain way some sort of emotion and she's like oh my god I'm like I'm gonna yell in this bus about how much I love you or whatever and I'm like Mom, please don't like she's not she's not she's not afraid to do anything and like if for for the longest time I was that person that was scared to like ask the Starbucks um person to to that they got like my order wrong or whatever I Mm -hmm. I was and my mom would just be like I'll just do it like just do it. Like, it's not that hard. And like, she'll do it for me. Like, she's just the most emotional, con- emotionally confident and like socially confident person I've ever met. And it's, it's a lot of it has to do with just age experience.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, definitely my mom. Such a cliche answer, but it's true.
0: Yeah. I think like a lot of situations, like we're super lucky in that we both have amazing moms. And I feel like mom is a go-to answer because yes (laughs) sometimes it just feels like moms have all the answers so (laughs) yeah um so going off of the kind of age thing and gaining you know emotional intelligence and more confidence as you age um like we mentioned before Arbiola and i met in grade eight what a time to be alive (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh yeah i had a flashback the other day of us screaming Um, guns and shifts at like 8 a.m. (laughs) at
1: Like in the moment, those are like some of the best times of my life. But I like I think about if we were to do it now, oh my gosh.
0: Yeah. I'm looking back and I was like, Molly, it's a great musical.
1: Yeah. 8 a.m. Like (laughs) we had school in the morning.
0: (laughs) Everyone else is like we were definitely those theater kids. We we so were and proudly proudly it was a great time. Honestly, being a theater kid was my peak in life. And... Same. Same. <laughs> um, but yes, so Arviol and I met in grade 8 and just speaking of like as you grow up you uh, gain more confidence, that kind of notion. I want to know um, can you tell me a little bit about what your confidence level was like in grade 8? Oh. <laughs> and, and maybe compared to how it's changed since then as well okay so um grade eight like for
1: me was one of the worst years of my life and like i was i was like that goody two-shoes person like i would never swear i would and like you probably remember i was like i was kind of a teacher's pet I would do everything every everyone told me. If I did something like remotely wrong, I'd be like, "Oh my god, sorry, sorry." And like I was so emotionally and socially not confident. And like it was very visible at the time. And it was just it was coming from my lack of self-esteem, my fear of failure. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I just want other people to like me." So, I just like have to do no wrong, and then they will like me, so like I my confidence was really bad because it relied on everyone else's you know mm-hmm. but as I grew older, especially leaving middle school because middle school is like the most trickiest time of your life I find mm-hmm. like i I realized that like no one no one's gonna. It, it doesn't work like that. Like, you're not going to gain confidence by other people validating you. It's, it's something that you have to find for yourself. And you just have to, like, be assured. This is where self-assurance comes in. Like, you just have to be self-assured that whatever you do, even if someone doesn't like it, it's not the end of the world. My self-love has grown since then. Oh my god, like a thousand percent. I'm, like I don't look like a different person, I look very much the same, <laughs> but internally I'm much more confident in all aspects of my life.
0: Yeah, and I think it, it becomes so, it feels like an aha moment, because yes. I definitely relate. I have been a people pleaser for a hot minute. In those kind of like formative years of grade eight and middle school, it seems like the end of the world if somebody if you feel, not even if somebody doesn't like you, if you feel like somebody doesn't like you, yeah, like, I think it's so interesting to, like, see yourself move away from needing that external validation to, like, feel good about yourself and just be like, okay, I'm kind of awesome, like, yeah,
1: and that, that I find attracts so many more people to, like, in middle school, when I would just, like, try and be that, like, goody two-shoes all the time. Like, I was just scared of, like, doing harm in any way. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I was, like, no one would want to, like, approach. I was kind of, like, hidden. I was hiding myself even though, like, if, if you get what I'm saying.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But, like, once you, once you find that self-assurance and confidence, self-love, really, more pe- people will feel it from you and then they'll want to get to know you cuz they'll they, they'll know that like you will be real with them cuz i feel like if someone approached me in in middle school it'd just be a, an awkward conversation they'd ask stuff and i'd just be like sorry i don't know like maybe this but like i'm sorry if that's wrong whereas like that's not the way you carry a conversation you know that's not the like a comfortable way to carry a conversation
0: it's funny too like how among girls it's so kind of ingrained in us from a really young age and like kind of expected of us you know societal norms and everything that uh that we have to project this like image of perfection yeah and like make it effortless and you know never be wrong about anything because that could potentially cause conflict or hurt somebody's feelings and then like by those standards you weren't supposed to feel good about yourself because that's not what like a, a girl was supposed to be you know what I mean so like apologize for everything you know um always kind of downplay yourself and all of that and so to kind of unlearn those behaviors um I feel like really contributes to confidence and be like okay I feel real rather than perfect that's That's
1: literally the best phrase you could have said. Real rather rather than perfect. Like, that's... Exactly. That's, like... You can be perfect, but... And people will... Maybe on the outside, like... Like, an outsider looking in perspective, people will be like, Wow. Oh, my God. Like, she's perfect. But, like, no one in your real life will think that, you know? If you understand what I'm saying. Like... Mm -hmm. For, like it's like super prevalent on social media like everyone looks and they're like oh my god she literally is she's like everything she's so confident blah 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 but then if you like I guarantee you if you were to like meet that person in real life and they haven't gained this sort of like self-love and confidence or whatever like and you're gonna feel it from them
0: yeah oh, sorry no, don't say sorry. <laughs> oh my God, yes. <laughs> I know, see, it's like literally so ingrained in us. It's crazy. But um, um, just going off of the social media thing, I know that like it's so prevalent in our lives. And I would just like to know how does social media kind of impact your sense of self and your confidence or does it? Oh, it for
1: sure does. Like, I was really good with not letting me, with not letting it affect my sense of self and confidence, like um. in, in like grade 10 and 11, after I had like things figured out from grade eight, more figured out, not like never a hundred percent yet. Mm-hmm. But, um, and then the pandemic hit and then all we were doing was scrolling on our phone. <laughs> and like, even now, like it's still most of what I do, you know, um, and just seeing all of these like quote-unquote perfect people and like it I know it's really cliche it's like a topic that everyone says but really like seeing these perfect like models or um they don't even have to be models they can just be like your friends but they're like really dressed up like super cute and they have the perfect lighting and then you see them and then you're like oh my gosh I'm so jealous why don't I look like that do people not like me because I don't look like that but you have to like realize like no one looks like that you have to have the certain like a certain angle and a certain like lighting and yeah in that sense like it there was a point like even like recently a couple weeks ago i was just like so like kind of depressed because i was like oh my god all of these people are like better than me in one way or another um and that was also when it was like in Ontario. It was like one of the worst parts of the shutdown we're back in another (laughs) um sort of thing but like um now that we're out of that like initial like really bad place these people are normal you know like it doesn't have to affect me because it's it's just like what they choose to put out it's it's never real you know it's perfect it's not real but also it has to do with um like seeing people like violate pandemic rules and putting it on their social media and then that makes me like really like because I'm like I just want to be living my 17 years you know
0: yeah like especially like senior year last year before kind of every single major aspect of our life changes (laughs) um and it's just like yes I know that I'm like doing my part staying home and it's what I genuinely want to do, but at the same time it sucks to see people just like not care and it gives you a little bit of FOMO because it's like okay well if I didn't care like I could be hanging out with my friends and having a great time but also like I know I'm doing my part literally it's like when you're looking
1: at it it's like oh my god these people look like they're having the time of their their lives they look gorgeous It's like, I just want to do that. You know, these are, it's my senior year. supposed to be the best year of my life. And I'm just stuck here. And it's like, you just have to make a moral decision. Like, you have to take the high ground in a way. But that's such a hard thing to do when you're just bombarded with these people. It's just a distraction. It's something to do. Even like when I know I have work or whatever, I just want that distraction. Mm -hmm. And it just, especially like in platforms like TikTok, where you see people in other parts of the world that are doing better with this whole um, pandemic thing. All the Australia TikToks. (laughs) And the people in New Zealand and they're just like having full-on raves.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's a weird situation right now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think, do you think the pandemic has like, because I know for some people they were like, the pandemic surprisingly is one of the best things to ever happen to my self-confidence. Or like it helped me find myself because I had to hang out I had to hang out with myself so much so I got to know myself better and then on the flip side of that people have also said like um it's been a really hard time for my mental health had a really big dip in my confidence where do you think you kind of lie on that spectrum oh for me it's definitely
1: that it's like taken such a hard hit on my mental health and confidence. And I feel like to be the other side of the spectrum, you have to be okay spending time with yourself from the beginning, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, It's hard to learn that, especially when you're just thrown into it. I feel like those people that are doing really well with it have already learned that before the pandemic or or learned it really early on in the pandemic. Mm Um, and had a sort and had the ability to use that to their advantage to not become stressed or bored or um, you know super nostalgic about the good days and like it just
0: deteriorate and de- deteriorate your mental health. I don't know. I think when you are getting that kind of those thoughts that you know everyone is better than me. It's all I see on TikTok. It's all I see on Instagram. And do you have any, like, uh, ways that you kind of cope with that or move away from those thoughts? Or is it kind of harder to do because um, you need that distraction of social media? And um, can you can you tell me a little bit about that? Um,
1: so you're asking, like, um, when I get sucked into, like, that rabbit hole, like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Okay. So admittedly, when I do get sucked into it, it stays for a while. Like, it's not it's not a pleasant thing to go through at all. Because when, like, for me personally, when it hits me, like, it hits me hard. And I get, like, really, really anxious and depressed. And, and then, like, something simple will happen where I'll just see, like, a video anywhere on Instagram or TikTok. And, like, it's weird because it's the very thing that's kind of destroying me is like pick me back up again. I'll see a video on like a certain hobby or like a certain recipe motivation to do something else because we did that one thing because it related to social media, if you understand, like social media put me into this rut, but then it made me excited to try something new. And through that, it made me want to, you know, get out more. So it's like, it's mm. a weird thing. It's like, It just just has to be the right um, thing to pop up in my life that gets me out of it. And it's not always social media. It's like a family member that's, like, forcing me to go out and play volleyball with them at the park or whatever. And then it, like, slowly gets me out of this rut. But, like, yeah, just little things that force you to not stay so in your own mind.
0: I don't know about you, but when I was 12, I was not yeah, my confidence just was really high for a sec and then dipped very, very low. And I think social media definitely added to that. So now that I've kind of learned when I'm starting to go back into that pattern, I have to just like disable my account and delete it for a week or so and then kind of regain that healthy relationship with it. Because I think social media can be such an awesome thing. And, like, yeah. help you stay in touch with people and, you know, you discover super cool things on it. Um, but you just have to kind of manage it in that aspect. The big thing for me is
1: FOMO. Mm-hmm. and It's the thought of, oh, after I take, like, a, a week break, like, I'm going to have to go back and, like, check up on everything. And there's going to be so much more messages piled up and everything and like even though like who messages me like no one messages me but like it's you it's it's that sense of FOMO and in reality like I can just not care about that but that's also the fault it stems from like not like repairing that sense of confidence and self-assurance a hundred percent I still feel the need to people please and like, um, to have other people, like, care about me Mm -hmm. and to, like, know what's going on in other people's lives so, like, I'm not out of touch with the world. But um, once I fix that, like, that's when the strength of, like, being able to, like, leave something as,
0: you know, pulling as social media. Have you seen that one documentary on Netflix called... I think it's called The Social Dilemma, and it shows... Uh, social media companies like instagram pinterest snapchat whatever um specifically design their apps to be addictive um and i yeah i feel like after a while it just becomes such a habit to like come home and check instagram or like you know what i mean and so
1: your routine when you don't
0: yeah 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 and it just i agree it does feel weird to not do that well, personally, just not to get too cheesy here, but I can definitely see it in you. Like, <laughs> I now I just like see how you love yourself so much more. And girl, you're glowing. You are uh, glowing. <laughs> thank you. But that's so crazy that you say that to me because
1: I, I was really good at putting it on the outside. Mm-hmm. Like that idea with self-confidence versus like self-assurance, like assurance, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um but um i myself wouldn't like like i said in the very beginning i wouldn't have pegged myself for a confident person at all but i've heard i've heard from like you and other people that from the like second they met me they thought i was super confident yeah yeah like it's nice to it's nice to know that there like truly is a difference from when the confidence is just like portrayed on the outside than when it like truly comes from the inside so yeah
0: oh. When do you think, like, can you pinpoint a time when that kind of flipped from being. Like, when did the switch flip for you?
1: Like, grade nine, especially, like, it's a new grade, our friend group, mainly me and you, broke away from, like, the main part of the friend group, and you guys were, like, really my only friends. Everyone went to most people went to, like, one certain school, and you went to another, and I went to another, um, and then I was left to, like, find people, like, through my own means, and in grade nine, like, you don't really know, like, what clubs or whatever you're interested in, so it was just, like, people through, like, common classes and whatever, but what I would find is that when I would hang out with them, I would hang out with them, but I was always the person that was, um, least talk to or like i was kind of interchangeable in a way like Mm -hmm. they they would have like group chats without me and like go to um like go do stuff together but not with me or whatever and but they would they would like include me in choice things and i would still be part of the group but i was the interchangeable one if that makes sense and because i don't have that I didn't have that like self-love and confidence at the time everyone was kind of like walking over me and not seeing me as like a person of my own mm-hmm. if that makes sense I was kind of just like a thing that was there and like at certain moments I could be funny or at certain moments I could be of use but because I haven't I didn't like cement myself as a person in my in my confidence and like self-assurance it didn't like I didn't show through me if that I didn't show them me so I like I kind of I broke away from those people Mm -hmm. um and then I kind of just started not caring what other people thought about not fully but um in a way where like I just started working on myself and and I eventually found the right people that that like to hang out with me for me, and I wouldn't, you know, get tread upon and stuff. So yeah, that was like the the deciding moment. And then it's been going on an upward trend ever since. But funnily enough, due to this pandemic, it's kind of like I've been regressing, which is like so weird. So weird. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's, I think it's just because I'm at home most of the time. when i'm outside it feels like i'm back to my old self you know i'm normal
0: again yeah (laughs) i don't know if that makes
1: sense but
0: girl no i feel you so much like oh it's i had to start going outside first thing every day because otherwise i would just stay inside and just stay in my room and it was it's just like you don't even realize actually how much being outside well, at least before the pandemic, now I think we all really really realized. Yeah. <laughs> um it's it's just so funny how being outside for even 5 minutes, even if it's brutally cold outside, is just you feel physically lighter. It feels like there's a weight that's been lifted off of your chest and you just feel like you can actually like fully yeah. be yourself again. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. We we get trapped in our own minds, but that like extends to like our our homes because we know it so well and we know the people in it so well that becomes like an extension of our mind so when we go out it's like even if you're not even interacting with anyone it's just like such a change of pace and like you said you feel like physically lighter and whatever and like for me I live in an apartment especially because I don't have like that sort of green space. Like if I'm having like a mental freak out at like 6 a.m., I can't just like go outside or whatever because I have to, you know, go down to the lobby, go out, go back in. Anyways, that's been a stressor for me for sure.
0: Do you have any advice for people who are looking to love themselves more right now? Because I know it's, I'm not going to go on and on about how stressful a time it is right now. We know yeah knew, like <laughs> but do you have any advice for people looking to love themselves more oh my gosh yes
1: um number one thing smile more that's like that's so cliche but it like it does help like i've been smiling for this whole thing number one just because <laughs> like i love talking to you but like when you when you smile like I think there was a scientific study done too that like it releases dopamine, or dopamine or something like that. But like it's it's kind of like the fake it till you make it deal. Mm-hmm. Where like um you put it on and then you realize like at least for me it's like I'm smiling and then like maybe that'll that'll make me laugh because I really don't want to smile or something, and then like I'll just become I'll just get like more happier like yeah smiling is just Beneficial in many ways. Also, just like taking some time for yourself away from the screen and indoors, if you know what I mean. Like, go outside by yourself, like, not at nighttime, but like, (laughs) um, for a little bit. It helps so much. And through that, like, you, all of like the panic. Sort of like mends itself, and then you're much like calmer when you get back. Also just not not caring so much about what other people think. like that's such a hard thing to do. but like through going outside and like just working on yourself in general, that will come of it. And just knowing that you are enough. The
0: self-love is where it comes from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would also add on um, in terms of social media, unfollow every single person or account who makes you feel at all like you have to change any part about yourself like anything even if you notice if you subconsciously notice yourself comparing yourself to all these people on Instagram um I would say just unfollow them and it seems kind of weird to do but you could Cause it's just it's this thing about social media where everyone, for example, in Toronto, everyone in Toronto follows each other even if you don't go to the same school or something. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? Like, and so I think if you find yourself comparing, even if it's to your friend, um, just unfollow everyone who makes you feel bad about yourself. Yeah. Get that negativity from your life. You can always refollow them later, um, and it's not the end of the world. Also. I would say um, one of the biggest things that kind of helped my self-confidence was stop making self-deprecating jokes. Oh my God, that's such a good one because I did that too and it helped so much, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because it's like that, it's that idea of what you say becoming your reality. Like That's so true, yeah. Yeah, like if you repeat enough that, say that you repeat to yourself every day, oh, I suck, I'm, I don't know, I really do not like myself. I wish I was like that person. Eventually, if you say it enough times, you're going to start to believe that, and then that can manifest in very terrible ways. But even if you sound so stupid saying it, or you feel stupid saying it, search up positive affirmations online and be like, I am creatively inspired by the world around me, or I appreciate my appearance or i know that self-worth stems from what's on the inside basically if it sounds cheesy repeat it um as much as you can and then eventually you will start to believe it that's so if can i add can
1: i add on to that real quick yeah please do oh even switching from like switching from self-deprecating jokes to jokes that are still like funny in a sense but they're kind of like
0: sarcastic changes the whole mindset like Mm -hmm. and i feel like it's always funnier if you do that like if you fall down in front of everybody and then you're like wow i'm the epitome of grace (laughs) like yeah so much better than being like wow i suck at everything (laughs) like do you know what i mean and i feel like it just makes it a good moment and a funny moment to look back on rather than kind of a manifestation of insecurities if you say
1: like she is beauty she is grace like (laughs) like it's it's like you laugh it off and then when you think back on it you can think on positive words instead of negative.
0: it's important to also like you kind of mentioned earlier it's important to recognize that loving yourself is so not a linear process and you will have ups (laughs) and downs but also it's important to recognize that no matter how perfect anyone else's life seems nobody has it all figured out not even your parents or your best friend or anyone nobody has it all figured out um and we're all just kind of doing our thing yeah even the
1: people that like even the people that like study this and like make money off of teaching people how to love themselves those people you know suffer from time to time you know They've just, they've just done the research on more things that help more people but that doesn't mean that they're going to be perfect 100% of the time that's not you're not human if you are you know
0: yeah they will be that feels like a pretty good place to end off our conversation thank you so much for talking to me I had the best time this was a good conversation
1: Oh my god! Thank you so much for having me. I have been so excited like since the jump, and like this honestly, one of the best conversations I've had in a while. So yeah, same, same, dude.
0: Well, that's all for today's episode. I hope you guys really enjoyed it. As I said before, I had so much fun making it and talking to Arviola again. In the coming weeks, I want to reintroduce the spotlight segment that some of you might have remembered I did at the beginning. And then also, I have some exciting episode ideas coming up in the next couple weeks. So I hope you guys enjoy that. In the meantime, there is a surprise on Monday, which I am so excited for. And it's something that I haven't really done before on this podcast. So check our Instagram for more clues. See you next time on The Importance of Everything, the podcast. Thank you so much for hanging out with me.